Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everybody. Kip Herridge here with your daily VRA Investing Podcast. This is the kind of week, uh, day you want to end the week on right here. This was a great smart money hour close today. Uh, let's cover the markets quick. I got to tell you about the PSYOP if you've been joining us here. The psychological operation, Tyler covered it yesterday. We've been covering it for some time, continues. We think we've, not going to wood here, we, we think we've got this playbook a bit figured out as we head into uh, the end of uh, Q1 and start Q2, along with the psychological operation that's happening right now. Uh, we'll cover that in just a minute. Uh, it's something we enjoy talking about because it's interesting, and we think it's happening. The Dow Jones today, finish, market's finishing at the highs of the day. Again, a great sign. Smart Money Hour, the last hour of trading, it's called the smart, smart Money Hour Trading, as you probably know. It's called that for a reason. The opening trading, the opening hour of trading is called Amateur Hour. The, the, the final hour of trading is called Smart Money Hour. Typically, at the open, you're seeing uh, the professionals typically are taking profits, getting ready to, uh, to, to get uh, repositioned for the midday a pullback that happened again today typically does. By the way, I call that the wave, my wave theory, uh, and then you get the strong close into uh, into trading, and then it will typically carry over into Monday. But again, let's get to the specifics here. Dow Jones today up four hundred and fifty three points, reclaiming thirty three thousand, closing closing at thirty three thousand and seventy two. Uh, the Dow Jones was not our leader on the day. That title belongs to the Russell two thousand. Russell 2000 up today, up a big 4%, just had one of his quickest 10% corrections in history. If that sounds familiar, well, the NASDAQ just had its quickest, one of its quickest 10% corrections in early March. And now it's Russell 2000's turn, and now they're both zooming higher together. Again, R2K today up over 4%, a big 87 points. Uh, NASDAQ finishing really strong today after uh, getting hit uh, midday today, trading down as much as 90 points, finish up 161 points, up one and a quarter percent, reclaiming 13,000, 13,138 in the close. And finally, S&P 500 coming in second place today, up a big 1.6% at 3974. Uh, look, it, this has been a repeating and a recurring pattern and a theme for this market. We have big moves higher. We get to extreme overbought, and then we have shakeouts. The shakeouts allow the weak hands to sell, allow the shorts to get repositioned in their short positions, and then just when we hit oversold on the markets, as we did in the Russell 2000 yesterday, just for a brief moment hit extreme oversold readings on our VRA investing system, that's the buy signal. And it's a pattern that we think is going to continue for quite some time. It's, a, it's just a common bull market theme pattern. And again, we, we believe we're in the, uh, the bull market most similar to 1995 to 2000, where the NASDAQ averaged 115% a year over, over uh, five, 575% return over five years, 115% average per year. We think this is, this is that bull market, and we continue to aggressively recommend buying dips it's the only time you're going to get stocks that are cheap in, in that way. Uh, and again, we saw everything you want to see today in this close. Semiconductors uh, up 4.9% today. SMH up 4.9% today. That's a big day. Also saw the housing index and the transportation index 
Both hit all-time highs today. Again, these are our leading economic indicators. That tells you the economy is doing great. Stock market confirms that as well, doesn't it? Again, we think the shakeout's over. We're heading into a big week next week. Why is that? Well, we only have a few trading days left in, in the month of March, and then here comes April. April is the best month of the year for the Dow Jones with an average gain of 2.9% a year going back to 1950. Uh, no month has done better. And what's also interesting is for the last 15 Aprils, the last 15 years of Aprils, we've yet to have a negative outcome. So this is seasonalities in our favor. Uh, well, we, we got we got a lot of things working in our favor here. Uh, and again, the big theme really, you know, again, for, first of all, for April, the amount of fund flows, equity fund flows coming into this market beginning next Wednesday, that's March 31st, and then April 1st, and you'll have a, a beginning, well, it's already started now, window dressing from portfolio managers, you know, getting positioned so their books look good, so they can try to uh, keep their jobs, maybe even get a raise, they certainly keep their clients. But fund flows coming in next week, it's not only the beginning of a month where fund flows come in from retirement plans, pensions, 401ks, share buybacks typically begin at the beginning of the month. We now have the beginning of a new quarter. And remember, first quarter earnings are going to be stellar. Again, we're comparing to first quarter of last year, the beginning of coronavirus insanity. But it's next quarter. It's the second quarter that will be... It will bring the best earnings reports, that the beats that we've ever, probably ever had on record. That's how, because look what it's going up against, you know, the second quarter of last year. So there's a lot of reasons to be optimistic uh, economically and uh, stock market-wise. But anchoring all of it, we're broken record here, but we think it's important, so we keep repeating it. Not only do we have $22 trillion in global fiscal and monetary stimulus just inside of one year, we also have $71 trillion in money supply growth. That's global as well. $22 trillion and $71 trillion. And what that $71 trillion, uh, the reason uh, that uh, money supply growth is important is, folks, that's us. That, that's, that's the public. That's our bank accounts. M1 and M2 money supply is bank bank and savings accounts, and investment accounts. That means we're flush. 15% savings rate. We have a lot of money to not only spend, people are itching to get back. This summer is going to be crazy, by the way. Book your travel now. But not only do we have a lot of money to spend, we have a lot of money to invest. The public's falling back in love with stocks. Millennials are inheriting $70 trillion. There's a lot of reasons to be bullish here, and we think this is that kind of market and uh, that's, that's why we continue to pound the table on pullbacks to buy these opportunities. Let's take a look under the hood today. Our internals are improving, but we still have these facts to deal with. Helene Meisler had a good piece out today where she said that in yesterday's trading, where we had 263 NASDAQ stocks hit new 52-week lows, all but three of those were related to SPACs. And remember, SPACs don't trade just once. They trade three times. They have the common stock, they have the warrants, and they have the units. So when you have a, a shakeout, that's why the internals look so terrible. It's these, all these new SPACs. Uh, it, again, it, it, it works both ways. It cuts both ways, doesn't it? On a great day, it improves the internals. And on a, on a bad day or a bad series of days, the internals look that much worse. Uh, but again, it's skewed 
Uh, I don't like to rationalize indicators. As long as you know what you're looking at, it does help to make some sense of it. Our terms were good today. We had three to one advanced decline in YSE. NASDAQ was close to two to one positive there. Uh, uh, volume, uh, not quite two to one positive on NYSE and uh, positive on NASDAQ. And again, new 52 week highs to lows. Now getting back in the right direction. We had about 300 and what is that? 305 companies hitting new 52 week highs and just 107 hitting new 52 week lows. And our sector watch today, uh, and again, this is about what you'd expect on a day like this. 10 of our 11 sectors finished higher on the day. Energy up a big 2.6% today. Uh, technology, this is what you want to see right there, 2.5%. We want to see semis and tech leading the way because those are the best bull markets. That's the kind of bull market we believe we're in. Uh, not that we don't like value stocks. We own them. We like them just fine. But this is still the first, really just the first year of a new bull market. You know, we're not ready to say we've had a rotation to value quite yet. I'm certainly not. I think tech continues to lead the way. Uh, but again, a rising tide lifts all boats. Value stocks should continue to do great as well with a strong economy. But technology is what we want to see booming. And that's what we think we're going to see next week and heading into April. A lot of tech names, very, very cheap here. Materials, uh, all-time high today as well, up 2.5%. Real estate, 2.5%. As you can see, a lot of strength today. Again, we think that carries over to the next week. The shorts have rebuilt their books. And guess what they're going to have to do now? Cover. That's additional fuel for the fire as we head into next week. Uh, uh, in our commodity watch today, gold today up $6 an ounce at $17.31. Silver up $0.03 cents an ounce at $25.08. Copper up uh, $0.10 cents a pound at $4.07 a pound. Oil up a big $2.30 a barrel. That's a big 3.9% gain today at 60.85. We like the energy sector a great deal here. And finally for the day, Bitcoin up $1,900 at $54,065. Folks, hope you all had a great week, an even better weekend. As always, we appreciate your listening, appreciate your feedback. Come and join us full time at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. We'll see you back here again Monday after the close.